Hey, 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 and welcome back to another episode of the Nearly Nerds podcast. This is just me and Sam today because we will be discussing another Pixar movie. Yes. The fourth one, I believe. Yep, guess the fourth. Yep, this is going to be the fourth one. Um, if you didn't know, the fourth movie that Pixar made was Monsters, Inc. So, that's what we're going to be discussing, Sam. Mm-hmm. Got anything to say? Want to start it off? It's actually Monsters Incorporated. It's Monsters Incorporated. Silly <laughs> You silly beach. So, that's cool. <laughs> okay, that's all. Let's get into it then. I don't think we have anything else to say. Mm-hmm. Um, I usually, I feel like we haven't done one of these for a while, so I'm trying yeah. to figure out what I'm supposed to be saying. But, well, yeah. Okay, yeah, I think I remember what I always ask. First off, how do you feel about the movie? Is it like one of your favorites? Like how do you how do you, like do you like it? I I mean I assume you like it. I I do, I do like it a lot. I think it's a, you know I was, when I was watching it back I didn't get some of the humor that they left like because I hadn't watched it in a while so I hadn't gotten a lot of of the humor um, that I would have before. So it's like, sorry, I'm not doing a very good job describing this, but it's like sort of like The Office if it were set in uh like a a world full of monsters and if it were obviously appropriate but (laughs) it's like just regular old workspace that like you know it's just normal average everyday life uh but with monsters and it's just it's just it's very funny some of the the references and jokes that they make is are just very relatable and very funny yeah um I'm going to answer my own question. And out of... Okay, so I, I'm i just going to put this out here. I definitely prefer Monsters University over this one. Just because I remember watching that one a lot. And I just love mm-hmm. it. But this one, I haven't watched nearly as much because of that reason. But, like, watching it now, I'm realizing it was actually, it's a really, really, like, put-together movie. And it's just, like... I kind of want, like, it's not really a question, but it's, like, insane. They basically took the concept of a monster in your closet and made an entire mm-hmm. world on it yeah. and everything, which is, like, I'm really impressed about, like, the energy and all that different stuff. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really impressive, honestly. Uh-huh. Their world. Yeah. They did a really good job of their, making the world for this. Their mm-hmm. world building is absolutely genius. It was like, really good. Looking back on it, how it suddenly dawned on you that... Boo's laughter it produces more energy mm-hmm. than a child's screaming. It was yeah, just I don't know the whole the entire thing was just so so interesting, and it it put you in a position where even you thought oh yeah this is just normal everyday life how a monster sneaks into a child's bedroom to get it to scream so that they can power their city. Yeah, take take a step back think about that from an outside perspective. That is. Kind of sketchy, <laughs> but yeah. like for them, it's everyday life. It's just like their job. They yeah, don't know anything else? Just going to work one day, and to them, like the kids are like dangerous and like, yeah. sketchy. To them, it's like this. This is we're trained professionals. We need to, we like, we just get in there, get out. That's all we have yeah. to do. Yeah. Um, there's. I feel like there's quite a lot about like stuff you could talk about this movie, but. There's one thing that I feel like we are we have to point out every single Pixar movie because mm-hmm. it's in every single Pixar movie 
which is the pizza, the pizza truck. The pizza truck. Yep. Which this time I was gonna admit, like it, it came near like the very end of the movie, so yeah. I thought I missed it. Yeah, me so too. I was kind of worried. I was like, oh no, we'll only have to look it up after we yeah, watch it. But we found it. We found yep. it, and it was. Um, do you want to say what it was? Where it was this time? It it was so when Randall is caught. By the way, spoiler warning. Obviously, if you haven't seen this movie, it's like one. What's wrong with you? No, just kidding. Two, it's like twenty three years old. Man. Yeah, should have. <laughs> it's like no, but I guess if you haven't seen it, spoiler yeah. warning. Watch it. Um, but at the very end, Randall is chucked through a door that like you know sends Randall to the human world. Like ban they banish him basically. Yeah. And because he's caused so much trouble, and so. He ends up in the same RV that was in A Bug's Life. Yeah, which means the same pizza truck was there. Yeah. And that's where they put it. Kind of, honestly, kind of a, I feel like it's almost a lazy move. I know, but, I was thinking But that. it's like, it's, you know, they, like they would use their resources well. They, 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 I stuttered a little bit. They did connect it pretty well. Yeah. Like they put the Bug's Life into, you know, Monsters, Inc., which is kind of mm-hmm. cool in a way. And I guess, like, it kind of seems a little bit, like, lazy. Like, I there are so many places they could have put it, though. It might have just, like, I don't know. But I think, I think honestly, that was the smartest. I think, it, I think it did work well, even if it was, like, kind of just reusing one. It did work out well because mm-hmm. it connected a world. Yeah. Like, they made the bugs live into Monsters, Inc., which also, there was something else. So, near the end, when they go into Boo's room, she shows him her Jesse doll, which I thought was mm-hmm. kind of funny. I mean, who knows? Maybe that's the same Jesse that that one girl had, and she just, like, ended that's up... Emily? Like, or or maybe, like, she it, she ended up giving it away, and Emily got it after that, or something like that. Or maybe. vice... Wait. Wait, that's true, though. Or maybe... What happened to Jesse after she got put in the box? She like, got donated. donated. So maybe did she be with another person after that? Do we know that? I don't know. Maybe I that was the know. second person. Probably not, just yeah. because like she was so heartbroken about Emily. Exactly. She would have moved on at that point, but if anything, it would be that was before Emily. And yeah. Vice versa. Yeah. Which could be interesting. Um. So I've been mm-hmm. talking for a little bit, so you can. No, no, you're good. Say. Um. I. Do you have a question you asked? Uh, we normally ask every Pixar episode. There are a lot of relatable characters in Pixar. Which one was your favorite? Of this movie, my favorite. Um, I'm gonna say Solon. I feel like that's the right answer. Really? Fair. He's he's a lot better than he is in Monsters University. Yeah, it's like kind of reversed roles, honestly. In Monsters University, it's like. Mike is kind of like, you know, the... The try-hard. Yeah, he's kind of like the guy who, like, oh, I kind of feel bad for him. And then he's like, and he's, you know, and then Soul is kind of like the jerk. I wouldn't say Mike's a jerk, I think it's just his personality, but, like, he can come off kind of mean at times. Yeah, he's like, (laughs) he, I mean, Billy Crystal, I just want to say, was absolutely perfect for that role. Oh, yeah. His -hmm. voice sounds amazing for it, too. Yeah. Um, so, what about you? Who is your favorite character in Monsters Incorporated, the movie that Mike. came out? 
Mike. So simple. Mike. Mike. I mean, that's, Mike there's Sully. nothing wrong. Yeah. Let's go. Go. Oh. oh. You know what? We'll take, we'll take it, it. Because we don't want to annoy you guys. <laughs> I like, I think I like Mike, but I think I like Sully more because, at least in this one, because he's like, Mike's kind of like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, you talk about what you like about Mike, and then I'll... Well, can... Wait, you never said what you liked about Oh, so, Sully, yeah. Or... Well, because, like, he's just, like, a genuine... He obviously cared about Boo, and I thought yeah. that was, like... I don't know. I thought it was, a like... Especially, like, thinking about Monsters University, like, kind of the complete switch around. And he just turned out to be, like, such a, like, a good person. And he's, like, you know, he's pretty... He's humble, but like he's literally the best in the company. Yeah. And he's he doesn't it doesn't get to his head. Mm-hmm. On like Mike, I'm not saying I don't like him, but you know. Yeah, I honestly, so part of it is that he, like, he's tolerable now because he, he actually like he, worked to get, to get that position mm-hmm. of being in in that. So I'm thinking back to Monsters University. Yeah. When he was trying to become a scarer but he couldn't because he physically was not a scary monster yeah he was not he just wasn't scary it was simple as that but he still got that position and got to work with his best friend Mm. he was desperate not to lose that position which is why i think he came across as sort of a fast talker who didn't really want to if you know lose that role okay so monsters university not in the picture I don't personally like Mike that much, but mm-hmm. now thinking about it, that does make sense, and it's I think it's pretty justified. That's mm-hmm. fair, because, like, he had to work towards, like, to be worth something, and now he's, yeah. like, at the top of what he can be, basically, and he doesn't yeah. want to lose it. He's, like, he's just sort of like, okay, cool, Maybe, now we can chill, and we can just yeah. live the life that and, we want. And Sully, and obviously he has, like, a big heart, and he cares about... Boo, but it doesn't. It didn't take as much for him to get up there because he was like always just really good at yeah. what he was doing. Like even if you know, technically at the end they still had to work up. For, I'm talking about Monsters University as well. Mm-hmm. They had to still get. They were at the bottom of the mail room and they had to get all the way to the top. But like, he's the best scarer and it just comes naturally for him. It wasn't anything yeah. that was that hard for him to work up to. I mean, obviously, yeah, Mike obviously, is a good coach and they're both. Yeah. They both work mm-hmm. together very well. But uh, I mean. Part of the reason probably I, I like Mike so much is I well I'm probably biased because we did uh, a lot. Some of you know that my brother has autism. I think I've uh, brought this up before, but like he would watch that movie a lot. So we would um, what we would do is um, we would I would recite Mike's lines at the at the end of the movie when he's talking to the kid in the bed yeah. like a comedian, and he's like trying to make trying to get the kid laugh to laugh it it just made jack laugh so so hard so we would like recite lines from from that scene and he was just he's just such a fun quotable character like he's a fun character to play i guess to act out yeah so i guess that's sort of why i like him so much but also he develops really well too like he is not a good person for most of the movie not, I mean, not yeah. a bad person, but he's not necessarily he's got a, a likable yeah. character. He's kind of self-centered. He is. But, like, more I think about it, coming from where he was, it's a little more understandable. But, like, considering Monsters University didn't even exist back then, it, no one really knew how justified it was. Like, mm-hmm. it's, 
comes off a lot worse if you only watch Monsters Incorporated. Which yeah. Is, so, I never really thought about that. He definitely does kind of have a little bit of a... A little bit of an arc through the thing. Yeah. He... They both have to, to grow. And, and I think there's a lot of pressure on Sully. Because he's... The, he is the big scarer, mm-hmm. um, and he's the one who's, you know, holding them in that position, and suddenly, he accidentally lets this kid out, and the whole town is just disrupted. Their whole way of life mm-hmm. is thrown off course, and Mike is super stressed out, which does not help Sully, yeah, and any anymore. So it's like. I don't know. I guess there's just so much pressure on on poor Sully for uh, for all this, and he's suddenly unsure what his life is like. You know, what's most important in life right now? Yeah, yeah. and which is actually the inspiration. It was Pete Doctor, the guy who directed this movie. It was his inspiration for actually writing it and directing it. Um, it was when he was so caught up in his work and so devoted to working um on these movies that and and like that was that was his life basically he got up he went to work and went home and that was that was basically his life it was he loved his job and all that he did but then he had a kid and everything else became like just so such a minority in comparison mm and that was his inspiration for writing the movie um, and directing it. So, which is wh- exactly what Sully went through. Yeah. He had to take care of a kid and suddenly, like, his nothing, none of that matters now. Your job is not as important mm-hmm. as a child. None of it matters? <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to reference it, but you didn't pick up on it. You didn't pick up, no, no. Never gonna pick up on any references to Rocky Sam. I'm sorry. Never. Sorry. We just watched the movie like no, it, it's, five, it's, like ten it's minutes still, ago. No, no, it still won't work. No, sorry. Um. Okay. So I'm gonna ask another question. Mm-hmm. We went through what your favorite character was. What was your least favorite character? I mean, it could be anybody. Hmm. Do you have could an even idea? Be the child. Boo. Um. Of what I want or what I think you what, don't like. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I think... No, I still don't know. You don't? No. Don't I, mm. well, <laughs> this, wait, I'm, this I'm conversation's sorry. drying out. Yeah. Um, did, did you, I mean, so I'm you asking... you don't have an idea. Of, no. No? Really. Okay. I'm still thinking about it. Um, There's two... But also one of them, I don't know. But at the same time, there's another one. It's actually harder than I thought it would be. Seems like... There's a character that I specifically hate so much. Okay. Well, I'm going to say it. Because they're not really like the... I hate Fungus so much. The, the red guy. <laughs> I hate him so much. Why? Is he just obnoxious? He's just so annoying. I hate him. He's... I'm like, sorry, Wazowski. He's... Like, I... Like, I get it, because I kind of feel bad for him, because he's kind of just, like, abused, but, like, he's so annoying. And I was gonna, like... 
the obvious answer would have probably been like Randall or whatever the crap mm-hmm. Spider Guy's name is, but Mr. Waternoose. Yeah, but I don't know. Mr. Waternoose, of course he's like a bad dude, but like mm-hmm. he's not. You can't really tell he's a bad dude until like the pat, like the last like fifteen minutes. So yeah. it doesn't really affect me that much. Mm-hmm. Randall, I, he's he's weird, but like I'm also like thinking about Monsters University as well. Mm-hmm. And, Fair. It, That's and true. he's like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. He kind of like was kind of like the the one who got bullied a bunch then, and then yeah. he kind of just turned into a, a sketchy dude after a while. And plus, like, he's kind of a cool bad guy. Like, he can turn invisible. Like, he can do, he can turn into patterns and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, he's a creep, but, like, I don't hate him that much. So, f- interesting, just a, a thought about Randall is that he. He at first comes across as a tryhard, yeah. and then mm-hmm. like you just like oh he's just that he's just trying that to, competitor trying at work you guy. know yeah. that whatever like this Sullivan doesn't hardly like cares about like getting being the top scarer, but but Randall does it's like oh he's just the big old tryhard who yeah. is trying is super competitive, but then you realize he's actually like. A general bad guy. Yeah. Like, like a, a real villain. Yeah, like not a bad guy, a villain. Yeah, he's... So, which is actually a very clever way to set up a, a villain. I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah. How they did that, because... Mm-hmm. I didn't... I haven't watched it for a while, so I didn't remember. And when I first watched it, I was like, oh, we're setting up this, this thing where they're going to be like, the guys who are always trying to beat them. Yeah. And then I remembered that, like, he's actually, the, like, a villain villain, not just a bad guy in the storyline. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I might have to almost agree with you. Because Randall is such a, like, a well-established, um, a well-established villain. And Mr. Waternoose is, at least I'm able to believe, a lie for most of the movie, right? Yeah. Like, and I didn't even think, I, like, most people don't even remember. Like, know the fact that he's a bad guy until it ends. He comes across as just this, like, nice old guy who wants to... Yeah. ...to help. Oh! What? Okay. George's... George's coach? What's his... Coach. Oh, that what's guy. What's his, his name? 2319! Yeah, that guy. The, the long, skinny, yeah. eyeball guy. Yeah. George's... Dude, George absolute rip. That yeah. guy gets like his life <laughs> get is beat up. His life got ruined so many times in the movie. Yeah, and then until the end, he gets fed up and just like, I don't. Blame I was him, like honestly. so happy. I'm like, like, thank you. Let's go. Get that guy out of the way. Yeah, yeah. that was pretty funny. He was like the guy who just throws him through the door. I I guess I didn't realize I hated him so much until he. I got the satisfaction of seeing him chucked through a door. Yeah. Oh my gosh! It's we. You hate one of the one of the like a little assistant guys, and I hate another one because I hate <laughs> fungus. And you hate the twenty three nineteen guy. <laughs> He's just like, what a snitch, bro! What a what the heck? Yeah, <laughs> especially because he's like, oh, I love George like a brother, and then then he just snitches on him immediately right after that, like every time. This the CDA guys though. <laughs> Those guys are funny. The way they come out of the bathroom, <laughs> like. You just twenty three nineteen, and then all of them like burst out of the stalls and just like attack George, bro. Yeah, poor George. Rest. Absolute rip. Yeah. I can't wait to watch Monsters <laughs> University. 
It's so fun seeing like a bunch of the origin stories and stuff. Yeah. Sorry, I don't want to keep referencing. No, I'm that excited movie. for that one too. That it's a good one to reference because of how different they the two are. Yeah. Like, and know. a lot of the stuff like <coughs> you can go off of a lot of the stuff like you know Mike's storyline, Randall's storyline, Sully's storyline. Yeah. You can, you know. Okay. Um. There was one thing I wanted to point out. Yeah. Which was. I forgot they do this sometimes, but they sometimes <clears throat> reference what the movie they're gonna make. Like, mm, yeah. I know I don't know if it's every single one, but I've seen a few of them where they like reference what their next Pixar movie is gonna be. So they had a Finding Nemo plush in the same room as Jesse, mm. which I'm extremely excited for Finding Nemo because we used to watch like my family used to watch that movie all of the time. <clears throat> yeah. So I'm I'm pretty excited for that one. That's I haven't watched it forever, so. Mm-hmm. That's she wouldn't stop shaking the bag. Oh yeah! <laughs> finally, that reference. I finally actually. There you go. Because I've watched the movie a lot. Yep. Um. Oh, okay, so what do you have to say about Monsters Incorporated? Um. You have notes. Do you have a theme? A theme. <sighs> okay. I I have a vague theme, but I I, I don't think it's processed enough. So. I mean, if you have a theme, you should probably say yours first. Okay. And mine might be the same. I don't know. So, you you see um, throughout this this whole thing that like they're just sort of normal. They're living their normal life as monsters and monstropolis, and then suddenly they find a kid. Everything gets turned upside down, and this eventually becomes the sole focus of everything. They're like, okay, just get this kid out of the way. We'll be back to our normal lives. Yeah. But it's obviously doesn't go that way for them. They keep running into roadblocks. They keep figuring out these new flaws in their plans and, and all these things. And it's just, yeah, it's um, like they can't seem to get out of this change because their sole, their first direct, the, the objective is to, or the motive is to get back to their normal lives, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So what I got from this is, in life, change is unavoidable, and all we can do is learn to adapt, to, to be adaptable. No? I think that's actually pretty spot on. Yeah. And it was interesting how they were, it, they didn't quite get, ver- they didn't get very far ever. Until they actually started working as a team, you realize? Mm-hmm. Like, this whole movie, they're, like, kind of splitting up and going different directions so that they can, like, either Sully goes off to free Mike or Mike goes off to try to find the the, car, the door key or whatever. Yeah. And they're just constantly, whenever they bicker, it just gets even worse. But eventually, they went, finally in the end, when Mike comes back, Help, saves Sully's life, and they start running, they actually are are successful. Like, you see them work as a team really, really well. It's, it's just super interesting. That whole that whole door scene was, was crazy. It's really cool chase scene. Yeah. <laughs> and you just get into random doors where everything is just peaceful. Yeah. And then you come back, and there's action music. Yeah, the, the mood change is very well done. <laughs> yeah. Um... You have a theme? I don't think I picked up a theme necessarily, but I kind of I kind of didn't. I was just kind of watching the movie because I haven't watched it forever. Yeah. So I was just like, okay, 
kind of just forgot to actually do anything. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't think I have any, like, theme to point out, but... So I'm kind of just, like, pointing out some stuff I saw in the movie, which there's something that I remembered, which I thought was funny. Um, The fact, you know, the part where they were talking about, what was it, Bigfoot, um, oh, yeah. Loch Ness Monster, who, was that Loch Ness, Bigfoot, the Abominable Snow. Yeah. What do they all have in common? They were all banished. <laughs> no, I thought that was funny because yeah. they just chose they chose three monsters that everybody's always speculating. Folk tales, yeah. Yeah, everyone's always speculating about if they're real and then, <laughs> Yeah, I thought that was pretty funny. But that reminds me of one more thing that is bigger than that. That's not just a little like joke thing that I was thinking about and then Nathan pointed out and I was just saving it. I thought about it like halfway through the movie. But then Nathan pointed it out near the end, and then I just... But I still saved what I was going to say. It's my brother, by the way. Yeah, sorry. Oh, oh yeah, that's his <laughs> brother. But, um... So... Uh... This whole time, they took Boo... They took Boo, and, you know, she's in the monster world. And we at least know in the monster world, it goes... It's the end of the day, and then... Yeah. It, so at least, pretty much, at least... Like, half a day to a day has passed, for mm-hmm. sure, while she's in the monster world. Yeah. Which makes me think, What I'm just curious what happens on the human side of the world. That's what mm-hmm. I, I was wondering. Like, I don't really know. Like, was it always night? Like, does the monster time work differently? Or was she gone and, like, there was, like, this whole other, like, story they could have, like, mm-hmm. I'm not saying there is, but, like something else happened with the humans, like a missing person yeah. case and all that on the other side. There I was, was wondering about that. There was probably a lot of, like, thought put into that and when when the the writers were, mm-hmm. like, collaborating. They're like, okay, what happens on the other side, though? They're just discussing maybe all these potential theories. And then eventually they're like, you know what? That's not the point of the story. Let's just keep yeah. going. They did something similar for Up, which I'm excited to get to when, when we make an episode about that. But... Exactly. What? I want to know now. You have to say it. Say what you're gonna say. You'll learn in a future episode. Okay, fair enough. I'll be, I'll be, I'll be sure to write it down. Yeah. But um, just remind him if not. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, don't know how I will, but remind him. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's. Yeah, that mm-hmm. makes sense. Obviously, they wouldn't. But like, if they chose to like do a little bit of that, then they could have like, I they could have made like a short, like a short film. You know, they sometimes make short films for animated movies. That would kind of be a, a depressing short film. Yeah, it would have, but, like, very interesting at the same time. I would I wanna, I wanna, would want to see it. And then, mm, the monsters going in the human world is always mm-hmm. interesting. And I don't want to talk about Monsters University, but, like, I don't know. When they go into the human worlds, I think it's pretty cool. Like, what was it? Um, they got back through... <laughs> Poor George, again, when they were going through that oh, village, yeah. and where were they? The Himalayas? Yeah, yeah Nepal. Yeah, so. and then they, they went through a closet, just to, and they could just, just going through a closet, they can access the world. Yeah, very, which, very smart world. Which also, like. what if, like, a human, say they did leave it on, and just, like, a parent was just, like, just going in just to check their kid's closet, and they left the door thing on. And they go into the, the monster world. Well, it was uh, interesting. They, they said, uh, do, do you know the the red the guy the monster who was like 
all red who was talking on the speaker and was always like um, giving announcements. He's like, you are on in seven, six, five, four. Just yeah. that guy who was like giving yeah. them announcements. Well, he said at the, at the end of the, the first work day that we saw, he said, um, everybody uh, turn in your doors, no exceptions. So mm. it's like, you know that how seriously they're taking this situ- situation. Yeah. They've cause... never had a human breach before. Uh, like until a child that movie, yeah until that movie then that happened yeah but um so i i don't know if that's just a little bit uh something to point out but can can we get into the world building a little bit like how sure. genius it was i was just about to say something like they could do so much with mm-hmm. this world mm-hmm. so many just like so many just opportunities they could do mm-hmm. and like obviously they're not going to necessarily they're gonna keep it how it is but like there's so many opportunities of stuff they could do inside of their worlds yeah because of how they made it it's just so clever Mm -hmm. very very clever okay i was a little bit like i'm a little bit concerned about this because randall's plan was obviously very dark kidnapping children but he was talking to mike in the in the chair um when he had Mike kidnapped and, and Sullivan was listening in on their conversation, he was, so Mike is strapped to the chair. Randall is interrogating him basically and says, um, once this, um, machine is put into motion or whatever, even the great James P. Sullivan will be working for me. He can't scare kid. He doesn't need to scare kids anymore. They, they clarified they won't need scarers with this machine. Yeah. Were they going to use Sullivan to kidnap children? That's the only hmm. thing you could have him do at that point. Like, he's a big, scary monster who's strong and can, like, kidnap kids and take them to the lab to extract their screams That's and then true. bring them back to their bedroom. He could just threaten him. That is dark. <laughs> I didn't think about that at all. It's, it's, because you think about it. What else are you going to use him for? It's true. So, otherwise, that line makes no sense. But, like, man, it certainly takes a turn. Even the monsters who are, like, trained to go into kids' rooms to for, to make them scream. Like, even to them, it's dark, right? Yeah. So, like... I didn't even think about that. <clears throat> that is pretty dark. <laughs> Sorry. See, there's just so many things they yeah. can do. Like, there is so many... Mm-hmm. It's a very good world to build. Yeah. The... Oh, I was going to say something. Um, I forgot. <laughs> um, just the... Oh, you know when they were, like, jumping through the doors at, at the... That chase scene at, near the end where they were running from Randall and, like, jumping through the doors yeah. and going into different places in mm. on earth they were it was really smart the when they, that they used the different angles like when the door was on its side they jumped through it and then like mike landed on his back because he just jumped down but then landed um, oh yeah. yeah yeah and then they would like twist the camera back to how yeah the, yeah that was that was cool there's a lot of cool like and like tricky shots that they do for all that because yeah of, how it worked. Mm-hmm. And the 
Dang. Pete Doctor, his world, his worlds that he make are just so, so complex. Um, they're, like, he is, I know you haven't seen Interstellar, but I want to do an episode on, on that movie one day, because that movie is weird, mind-bending, got all these twists on gravity and, like, time travel stuff, and, and just all that, like, it revolves around a black hole, and it's, like, it's that sort of, Pete Doctor gets into, like, that sort of create, like, creative world-building techniques, but makes it, like, watchable for kids, you know? Mm-hmm. So, like, he'll take all these crazy, wild concepts um, and just turn them into, like, a, an actual world for yeah to put on the screen. So, I don't know. I just thought that's interesting. Yeah, halfway, like, I think it was... I think it was probably the door scene when they went through the thing. I was just thinking about, like... Like, how much thought and like must have taken just like to figure everything out and how it would work it's just mm-hmm. insane so um what else do you have to say about the movie i don't know if i really have anything else like I know to start really... off because like i was just kind of watching it if i was being honest no. i didn't really take notes or anything well, i know you're really really excited for monsters <laughs> university <laughs> how wait that movie was made in 2013 i, I think it's maybe I okay. think so. Around then. So it shouldn't be that long. Mm-hmm. If one Pixar movie usually comes out per year, mm-hmm. at least starting now, so, or less than that, I don't know. So it shouldn't be that long before it's there. Mm-hmm. Just go, can't wait for that. Yeah. <sighs> and then we'll, get, we'll, get, we'll have more to talk about because there's a lot of, like, character arcs yeah. and just, like, backstories and a bunch of stuff that we can't really talk about here, even though we kind of did because mm-hmm. we'll have more to talk about because we, we, yeah, we, we would have already posted this episode so we can just add on to everything we've been saying. Mm-hmm. But do you got anything else? Do you have anything else? I mean, I think I'm, we've been recording for 30, 34 minutes. Wow. Mm-hmm. It does not feel that long at all. Well, compared to our more recent episodes, no. But. Yeah, the last one. Mm-hmm. That one was just us talking. <laughs> there was no structure. I, I don't know. I thought it was. I mean, I haven't listened I to it. Good. I listened back to it when I was editing it. It was it sounded a lot better than we at least did. yeah. <laughs> but that was good. I mean, that's right. not saying much, but you know. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Our expect our thoughts on that episode were not high, but yeah, whatever. So I guess with that, this is our fourth. Yeah, so I'm not sure I said that right. This is our fourth. Uh, Pixar episode. Thank you so much for listening to the Nearly Nerds podcast. Yes, thank you, thank you very much. Thank you, thank you, um, thank you, um, thank you, thank you, thank you very much. Thank you. You can you can stop the recording. Thank you. Bye.